Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, dear friends. You are welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakunenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You are welcome. Hope you are all doing fine. We thank God for a beautiful day like this. We are all here today to glorify Him. It's another opportunity to thank Him, to worship Him, and to just worship Him and just to give Him thanks right he's worthy of it all what else can we do we can repay him other than to thank him and to worship him to glorify him to honor him to show him love that we appreciate him i remember in um when was it in march on the 29th of march of this year 2021 god spoke through my mouth and he said we should love him he said tell my people to love me that the enemy wants to kill them, but if they love me, I will protect them. The only thing, I updated my, my words of status this afternoon, and I said, God loves us so much, but what separates us from his love is sin. God hates, he, he hates sin. He doesn't hate us. Like some people say, oh, God doesn't love them. Their things are not moving the way they expect it. It's not you. God loves you. He created you. You know, he created you with every love. You are a masterpiece in his eyes. But he hates what you are doing. He hates sin. Your actions. Your words. Re-examine yourself and ask yourself if these things, the things you are all doing, the things you say, the things you do in private. I also said you can you can hide from humans, right? All your evil acts and deeds and thoughts and actions you plot. But you can't hide them from God. He's all-knowing. So ask yourself questions before we preach. Before I dive into today's mission because I've already started preaching. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Father, forgive me for that. I was just thinking, I don't know. But I'm sorry, Holy Spirit, because I can't do anything without you. Father, commit this session into your hands, Father Lord. We thank you for a wonderful day like this. Thank you for an opportunity for us to come again into your presence. Less of me and more of you. Holy Spirit, take over me. Speak through me, Father. I'm just an instrument. Use me to your glory. I soak myself into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. I soak the instrument into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. All those who are out there listening to me and those who will listen to me later, I soak them all into your precious blood, blood of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you all glory, honor, thanks, praise, and adoration. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. You know, at times you, there's just something in you that you, you can't you can't help it, right? That's how I find I find myself these days doing. And like Christians, we are all called to preach. So when the opportunity comes, don't hesitate. You might be helping somebody out there. Somebody might be struggling with something you don't know or they don't know. So you can help them because most people say, like I was saying, somebody will say, ah, my things are not, God doesn't love me. Why is my own always like this? Examine yourself. Are you living a life that is pleasing to him and him alone? What are those things you are doing? You can come here and tell us, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I love God. I worship God. I do this. You can even speak in tongues. You can do whatever. I will say, oh my God, this one is filled with the Holy Spirit. This one really loves God. You might even be crying while you are worshiping. 
I'm speaking from my own with just my own naked eyes my two eyes that I, I use in seeing you as a human I'm judging you you know but God who sees the heart who goes beyond the physical knows and you yourself you know if you're living right I don't need to tell you I don't need to point it out I might help you if I see some things or if you complain like what I'm doing right now I'm like you might be complaining your things are not moving this and this is happening you have delays in areas in some areas in your life or nothing is even working at all I might ask you have you examined your life make peace accept Jesus Christ that would be the first thing like a friend sent me a message this is somebody I've not communicated with her in years she's in Cameroon and she wrote me some weeks ago on messenger she wrote me she said I, I she had a dream that day and in the dream she saw me and the first thing is like I was having a program she said I was having a program and praying for people or something and she also came to me to be prayed for and the first thing I, I asked her if she was safe being safe is if you have given your life to Christ and she said yes and then I prayed for her of course, because if I pray or you pray, those prayers will not be answered. God might answer them because he's a faithful father, not because he loves sin or whatever. He's answering them because, of course, if not, I'm not sure any of us will be here today. I rededicated my life 20, 20, um, 2017 but I was still struggling with certain things I still had anger issue unforgiveness you know so I might come here and I tell you or then let's say then I would, I would have met somebody and I'm like oh I'm all fine I'm good now I'm fine with Christ you might have reconciled with Christ but are you living the life are you living that life that is pleasing to him alone? That's the question you should be asking yourself. You should be examining yourself. It's not just about you saying the, the salvation prayers and you have repented. It's not just about that. To be safe is one thing. To maintain it, to live. You have temptation. How do you handle it? So those are the things we have to check. Examine yourself. Ask yourself, Father, I'm not right with you because I know deep inside me I have unforgiveness. Help me deal with it. Deep inside. Yeah, all of this is what we can see. The physical. You can come here now and you are like, oh, holy. That's what I'll take you for. Right? I'll be all oh, like, she really loves God. And I talk about Jesus. You're like, oh, da, 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 Jesus. But I don't know when you leave my presence what you do behind. The problem is you are there, you're even staring at me with smile, but in your heart you're like, hmm, this one. <coughs> I hate her. What does she think she is? Or who does she think she is? So it's only God who sees beyond the physical. And it's only you who knows how you live your life. And God. So don't live a life to please, don't live a life, your life that you want to please people. Live a life pleasant to God and to God alone. Put him first. 
We should think. God said before we do anything, before we speak, any action we take or we want to take, let's think, let's use our head. Let's ask, would this please God? How will God feel? Don't do it because of people. Don't do eye service. If God is pleased, every other person will be okay. Whether they like it or not. God first. Put God first and not man. And don't do things, you know, based on your emotions or your feelings or your connections or contact, you know, or relations where you are related to this person. Then you treat them differently. And this one, you have no relationship with them, you treat them differently. No. Ask yourself, if Jesus were to be in this situation, how is he going to handle it? So even before we pray, if you say, I might be led to ask you, are you safe? Because there are certain things that, and prayers that you not being safe, can't go to God. The devil is the accuser. Remember, he's the accuser of every person. Of the brethren, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. You accuse you and I of every little thing we do that is a sin. So don't touch his properties, as I always advise. His properties are what? The sinful things lies telling, cheating, hatred, unforgiveness, anger, wickedness, gossiping, fornication, adultery. Name them. Don't touch any of those. So he will have nothing to accuse you of. Be like Job. He had nothing until God had to. He, they had to prove Job in a in a test. The devil and God and, and God, sorry, they had an agreement. God said, "Okay, test him. I'll prove you wrong. He's mine." Can God say that to you? Can God say that to you? Or about you, rather. Can God say that about you? Can he say that to the devil? That this is my daughter. Go and test her. Or this is my son. Are we sure God can say that about us? So those are the little, little things we have to do. When you sit in your place of your, your, your quiet time. Think and ask yourself. If something were to happen now. Are you sure you are going to make heaven? Like you examine yourself real good. Don't pretend because you'll be deceived. It's worse to deceive yourself. And there's some people who deceive themselves that they lie until they begin to believe their own. They begin to lie to themselves. So when you are examining yourself, don't lie. Don't hide anything. Be open and be honest. And that has brought me to today's topic. Today's topic is the spirit of unforgiveness. The spirit of unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is a sin that hinder us from receiving God's blessings. That puts us in a bondage. That puts us in a tight corner. That steals our joy. That destroys our happiness. The spirit of unforgiveness. And many more. It makes you to be always bitter almost all the time. When you see that one that you are bearing grudge with or you have not forgiven them, your mood changes. 
That's what unforgiveness does. It causes heartache. Because you have those people in your mind. When you're thinking, you begin to have heartburn. Your heart. I will read from my book. My Experience with Jesus by Kathy Ekakunde. You can get it from Amazon. And it's so affordable. You can get it there. About 7 euros, including postage. Depending on where you are ordering the book from. So I want to read from my book, chapter 3. A forgiving heart. Let me reduce the music a bit. I think I, I'm straining. Chapter 3 A Forgiving Heart. After Jesus has revealed to me a new meaning to love and how to love people, he gave me another revelation of how unforgiveness can be detrimental to the soul. So, when I rededicated my life to Christ, 2017, He started revealing things to me. He started talking to me. And I remember 2018, I was praying one day and the Spirit of God spoke to me. He said, Mbole, love love not for your sake but for my sake so i'm like okay i woke up from my place of prayer i was kneeling down after my prayers and i i saw okay god has said this so i'll do my best to love people so that's the meaning of him he gave me another revelation of how unforgiveness can be detrimental to the soul because when he told me to love people not for my sake but for his sake that was huge you know because then i'll be like oh this one hurt me why should i forgive them but now god is ordering me to begin to forgive people to love them god's love is vital to our existence and unforgiveness is a sin that separates us from jesus daily i said it earlier on i said god loves us so much but the only thing that separates us from him is sin. And unforgiveness is a sin. Remember, we go to God almost every day asking him to forgive us our sins. When you examine yourself, you ask God to forgive you. So you can be able to forgive those who have hurt you. If you don't want to forgive them, how do you expect God to forgive you? I have heard many people vow never to forgive the person or forget the pain of the past. So I've heard people say, oh, this one hurt them, this one did this, this one gossiped their name, this one treated them badly. They will never forgive that person. They will never forget the pain 
how they went through this, how they went through that. I have been there also, but that is not helping you. You are keeping yourself in bondage. You are keeping yourself in bondage. Jesus is calling you today and telling you to let go. You come to him almost every other day asking him to forgive you. And you don't want to forgive someone else. I had walked on this path. I avoided people and kept grudges because of their betrayers and how disappointed I felt. But my perspective changed when I realized that perhaps I too have hurt others, be it intentional or on it all by mistake. So I've walked this road. You might be like, oh, you are saying you don't know how they hurt me. People have hurt me also. And normally by nature, I don't speak much. So what I would, I would do then, I would just have to, to avoid them. Pretending that I'm forgiving them. If somebody asks me, oh, I had this one, did this, or you and this one. I say, yes, hey, I'm forgiving them. I have nothing against them. But no, I was avoiding them because I didn't know how to confront them and talk things out and let go. And talking things out is healing. If somebody hurts you, look for a means to talk with them. Pour your anger out. Tell them. Because from there you are also healing. God will help you to heal. You might say, Kati, you don't know how they hurt me. How about they hurt me? How deep this thing was to me. I just want to, I have nothing against them. Let them just stay their way. Let them maintain their lane. And I was, No, no, no. You are avoiding them. That's what I used to do. I avoided people pretending that I'm forgiving them. But today I'm here to tell you that your father loves you so much. Forgive them and move on. A true story. Let me share with you people a true story. So a while ago, my junior sister actually had misunderstanding with my, my brother, one of my brothers. And I was informed. She told me her own side of the story. Immediately, I didn't ask my brother what really happened. And I was angry. And uh, I talked I expressed my anger towards my brother. I let him know how disappointed I was. And I didn't say it to him directly, you know. I said it to somebody in the family and they let him know. And through my actions, he knew I was not calling him like I used to call him. If somebody were body body, my own blood brother, I was not calling him again like I would call him. I remember when that incident happened, when we're not talking, the first time I spoke to him was during one Christmas, he came home to visit my mother and I was on phone with my mom. I think it was Christmas morning. I called my mother to wish her happy Christmas, either Christmas or New Year. I can't remember exactly the day, but it was that period. So while I called, my mother was like, your brother is here. I said, pass him the phone. You know, that celebration, that period, I'm like, oh... Happy Christmas or Happy New Year, something like that. 
oh it's a new year let's start all over and he also was cold on the phone he was like mm -hmm. i said okay we'll be talking enjoy yourself give mama the phone and that was it but i had not forgiven him had him been my mother has not said he's there i would not have asked of him i would not have even called his number i would have definitely called the other family member i would not have called him to wish him all this um what they say what they say it all the wishes i was wishing him so that happened and that period passed everybody celebrated christmas well and everything was okay fine but i won't call him from time to time i might just call shortly you know because i miss him he's my brother right maybe when he's home when he's with my mom and then i will talk to him briefly but very not so often probably once after four months and one night i went to pray while i was kneeling down The Spirit of God was kneeling down and crying and asking God, why is he not answering me? There was something I was asking. I said, why, why, why? And he dropped his name in my spirit. He said nothing. He dropped his name and immediately God gave me an understanding. And I wept like a kid. I cried. If I explain further, let me read it from my book. Some time ago, my brother and I had misunderstanding, had a misunderstanding, and I told him everything was all right. I was not frequent with my calls like I used to, and just kept him at a distance. Although I said I had forgiven him, I knew that my heart spoke differently. At midnight, I knelt to pray, and the Lord whispered his name to my spirit. Suddenly, I felt remorseful. I cried, picked up my phone died my mom's number who panicked at the sound of my voice she asked what happened i told my mother how i felt convinced about my own forgiveness i told my mother's brother i told my mother how i felt convicted about my own forgiveness towards my brother she advised me to call him while speaking to my brother the next day mbole I will die someday, that's my brother speaking, and you will likewise, he said. Why the resentment and grudges? If I was wrong, forgive me, and if you were wrong, I have forgiven you, I said. After saying all these words, I felt peace in my body and spirit. So while I was kneeling and the Spirit of God dropped his name in my spirit, I was convicted immediately of my sin of unforgiveness towards him. I cried, I wept bitterly. I cried. And I remember I came to the living room. I'm not sure if I tried calling my mother via WhatsApp, but I used my house phone to call her directly. I called her directly, 
It was past midnight in Cameroon and she picked up her phone and she heard the sound of my voice. I was crying. I was crying. Crying. My mother was scared and she was like, what's going on? And I told her and she was quiet for a while. And I remember she said, I'm happy you have found Christ. Call your brother and make peace with him. The next I called my brother and today everything is history. We spoke. One thing he said, let me quote it as he said. He said, I will someday die and you will die likewise. Why the resentment and grudges? Then I now said, if I, have for, if I have wronged you, forgive me. And if you were wrong, I have forgiven you. And he said, it's okay. That's how we made peace. And like I said, every other thing is history. Today we are back. We talk, we chat on the family forum. Most often when I write or he wants to address me or he wants to say something, you know, directly to me, he will write in German and will laugh. And the other day, I even left a voice message and I spoke in German and he, he, he didn't respond. He said, no, you have to come. Oh, you started this. And my most senior brother was laughing and he was like, yeah, right. Pay me and uh, let me translate. So we're all laughing and making. That's how good we are now. We are fine. We made up. But before now, I will not respond to anything, you know, anything directly referring or um, that has to do with him directly. I will avoid it at times or pretend like I didn't see it. I was holding myself in bondage. If a good conversation is going on that's involved, I will not talk. I won't take part. Or probably I will just come in and just talk to one or two of them and I'm out. I was in bondage because I would not enjoy the conversation as well. I was not enjoying it because I had unforgiveness in me, pretending that no, we are fine because we talk from time to time. But deep in me, right down there, I knew all was not well. It had to take the Spirit of God to remind me. And say, so this thing you are asking me, remember, I was asking God, why are you not answering my prayers? So you might be there like, yo, God is not answering your prayers. Examine yourself. I started by saying that let's examine ourselves. Examine yourself. It took God's grace to deliver me because that was deliverance i'm telling you if anything would have happened i would say oh probably i'll stand in front of god and claim it and then he has to point that out again and say no look at this you think because you talk with your brother from time to time you're forgiving him no deep inside you you haven't you are still angry that's why we need god you can't do it alone we need the spirit of god to help us only then can we be free only then can we know certain things. Those unanswered prayers, you need to be free from this spirit of unforgiveness. 
It's a sin. You might be holding claim like, no, I did this, I'm right, I'm right. Are you sure? In this particular situation, you might be arguing with somebody or you might be claiming that you are right in a particular situation or circumstance. What about the rest? Are you right too? Are you right? You might be right in this one. Yes, what about the rest? Or don't you think you might have hurt somebody also? So that's why we have to pray that let God help us and give us the grace to forgive all those who have hurt us. And those we have hurt also, let them forgive us. And I pray that God will reveal to you today if you have unforgiveness in your heart, let him reveal it. So you can move on. Make peace with that person. You don't need to be best of friends. You don't need to be best of friends. Make peace with them. I pray that God's grace should find you and let his spirit work on you. Let him cleanse you. Let his grace speak for you. Let him cleanse you of this spirit of unforgiveness and fill your heart with love because you can only give what you have with love. I will be, I'll read further. Matthew 8, verse 21 to 22. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. That's how much. In a day, in a day, one person. <laughs> so tell me, Will you even have that time to be counting that, oh, I forgive you one time, two times, three times, three, four times, five, six, seven, eight, today. God is telling that that's, let's forgive indefinitely. Just forgive. Let go. He's a peaceful God. He's a faithful God. Up to seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Jesus transforms your character when you decide to follow him. If I ask you to stand in front of a mirror, can you look at your reflections and say, up, and say you have never said a terrible word to someone? I know people will hurt you, spread lies about you, but never yield at never yield to unf, never yield to unforgiveness, sorry. Never yield to unforgiveness. Jesus transform your character. Once you make up your mind to follow him.
If you're just tuning in, you're welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakunenjingu. You are welcome. Today's topic is the spirit of unforgiveness. And I'm reading from my book, My Experience with Jesus, chapter 3, now on page 12. Can you really stand in front of the mirror and you examine yourself, you look at yourself like, wow, I'm fine. I've not hurt anybody and I don't have unforgiveness in me. Can you do that? Are you sure you haven't hurt anybody? People do hurt us. They spread rumors about us. So what? So because of that, we should miss heaven. We should miss our blessings. We should miss out from the promises that God has promised us. Because you have unforgiveness in your mind towards somebody. Let me tell you today. Say to yourself that nobody will make you miss your heaven. Nobody will make you miss heaven. Nobody will make you miss. Nobody wants it. Nobody will make you miss out of the promises of Christ Jesus. Don't bear grudge because they said this or they did this or they did that to you. Those things you learn from them and you move on. You become a stronger and a better version of yourself. It is only going to keep you in bondage. Grace found me, washed me with his blood, took away my bad habits, and today I am a different person. My past will always be a part of me, and I'm not proud of it, but with my transformed mindset, I can show others that there is a light that can bring you out of that dark tunnel. Which is true. Grace found me. It has to take the Spirit of God to point out that you have unforgiveness. To me, I was like, no, I'm right because he did this, he did that to her, so I'm right. It took God's grace to point that out. So his grace found me, washed me, transformed me and made me a better version of myself now, renew me. If you do something now, just smile and I will talk it out with you immediately. Because keeping me, keeping it in me, that's unforgiveness and bearing grudge. Before you know it, the devil will take advantage of it and start whispering silly things. And we are human. You might fall for it. None is above mistakes. None is above mistakes. Learn, move on. Ask God to help you. It might be so bad. I don't know what your experience is, but ask God to help you to move on. To let go. Put it behind you. I know that there is hope. Look in front. There is hope. Most of the time we claim we have forgiven people. But we have not. And if the Holy Spirit is convicting you about unforgiveness. Then ask him to remind you about those you hold a grudge. Though you do not have to be best of friends with the people, you must forgive them. If the Holy Spirit is convicting you and you are forgiven, like who is this person? Who is this person? Ask the Holy Spirit to help you 
Because he's the only one who can help us. He's the only one who can help us. He will remind you of that friend or that family member or a colleague. Probably you've changed your place of work and in your former place, maybe somebody sets you up. And we're giving a dismissal letter. They say, no, you have been sacked. We don't need you. But where you are now is better off than where you are coming from. So God used that situation to bless you, turn it around. But you need to let go. Forgive that one who did that. Probably that was convenient for you. You maybe have been here for so long. I'm going to start all over again. Or it's closer to my house. It's easier for me to go to work. Or things are more, more flexible. That when you are done with your work, you go. You don't need to stay there till... The work, you, you know, you don't need to like put in your working hours. All. When they say this is what you have to do, they give you your work, your, your, your workload. If normally you're supposed to be there for seven hours and within five hours you are done, the rest two, the, the other two hours, you go, you're free to go. Probably those are the benefits you are having there. And that made you to cry where you are right now or that's making you to stay up on forgiveness. Because where you are, you have to put in the work and the are. But let go and free your own self. I've not seen a situation where you have unforgiveness. You are somewhere enjoying having a nice time with people. And before you know it, this friend or ex-friend now, because you've maybe argued with them or exchanged words with them, they're no longer your friends. You see them and you're like, oh my God, what's this one doing here? You were, you were there happy, dancing, loving, chatting with friends, having a good time. All of a sudden, your mood changes. Before you know it, you start picking out on others. Somebody wants to say something, you're just aggressive. Hey, hey, this, that, hey, leave me. Don't talk to me, I beg. That person will be like, what have I done? Transfer aggression. Because you've seen your ex-friend, your ex-best friend. You've not forgiven her. You've seen her walk in, in that occasion or where you are seated. And you are angry. Now you, you become aggressive to others, probably even to your children. You are in a bondage. Those people now control you. Like maybe to that person, that person is even free. They've gone to God. They say, Father, I don't have anything against them. Forgive me. And I've forgiven them also. That person, that's why she's coming there. All oh, you're like, why is she smiling? What's good? about that who is she giving a smile this person has made peace with the father and she's like hi everyone hey and you are there you're holding yourself in bondage that's why i say i can't say for you or i can't speak for you i'll read you the way you are and then probably as human we'll, we'll base our judgment based on our judgment will be based on that but only god knows your heart so you might be angry, say, oh, look at this one. She's loving pretender. She would did it. But she has gone to God and prayed. And God said, my daughter, you are free. I'm forgiving you. Go and do it no more. She's a changed person. But you are there. Having unforgiveness. Heartache. Your mood has changed. You are now making everybody around you feel very uncomfortable. Because people don't even understand. They're like, what's going on? They were all having a good time. But you've spoiled their mood as well. So learn to forgive people. So you can come out from this bondage and find peace just like I did. 
When I cried that night, I could not wait for morning to come. I called my mother. It was 12 midnight. And the next day I had to call my brother. And I felt this relief that before then I thought I was fine. But the Spirit of God had to convict me of it. Say, no. So don't say lies. Don't lie to yourself. Like, no, I don't have unforgiveness. I'm forgiving them. I'm fine. I'm this. We're right deep, deep in you. You know what I'm talking about. Imagine if you were to be involved in an accident and you get to heaven. Do you know that your act of unforgiveness will be made known? I implore you today to choose forgiveness. Let go of the betrayers and let love reign in your heart. Let go. They have betrayed you. Yeah, it's okay, it's fine. Like I said, learn from it, move. And make peace with your father. Unforgiveness is a spirit. And it's a wicked one. Don't allow that spirit. And it spread like canker worm. Unforgiveness is like cancer. It will eat you up so fast it will steal your joy your happiness your freedom your liberty and then put you in bondage put you in a tight spot each time that friend's name is mentioned or that brother or that sister your mood changes somebody like, oh i saw them they're looking so beautiful they are nice you're like what's that so what what your mood changes and your friend or who is keeping you company who is there with you you affect them before you know it, people start avoiding you. They're like, eh, and that one, nothing will come so after what she's just bitter. They don't even know why she's bitter. She's this, she's that. You call them, they say, No, I'm busy. You want to hang out with them, they say, No, I'm busy. Or can we talk? No, because they know if you're talking, you'll just be pouring out negative energy. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I pray today for you that as you have listened to me talk about my own side of my story, not really my own side of my story, but talk to you about how I dealt with unforgiveness right and that the spirit of God had to reveal it to me and I am free and I'm fine with my brother I pray that God will reveal it to you as well and he will set you free in the mighty name of Jesus that you are free from that spirit of unforgiveness and may he fill your heart with love and with joy in Jesus mighty name I've prayed amen that's a prayer right there. Take it seriously. Believe and trust in it. And you have your breakthrough. You have your breakthrough. Unforgiveness is a sin. And don't let it separate you from your father. You might be good in every other area. You don't steal, you don't tell lies, you don't fornicate, you don't cheat, you don't do all of those things, but you have unforgiveness, you won't see heaven. You won't. Imagine you have an accident now on your way, or even at home, and something happens. You find yourself before your father. He will say, no, depart from me, I know you not. You say, father, no, I'm not a thief, I don't cheat, I don't tell lies, I don't do this. And what about unforgiveness? And there's no repentance in the grave, then it's too late. 
So now that we are still alive and here, let's repent. Let's make peace with God and with all man. You don't need to be best of friends. If you can't reach out to those people, probably because you want to keep your pride, you're thinking like, oh, if I call them, probably they'll start circulating news. They'll say, oh, I came to beg them. Or because um, they'll say, oh, look at this one who was doing this. Or probably they won't pick your call because you can only speak for yourself. You don't know the mind of people. Probably my call, like, I want us to talk, talk things over. I've forgiven you. And they might ignore, and that will hurt them more. Go to your, go to your place of prayer, pray and ask the Spirit of God to reveal it to help you how to handle this situation. I pray God will help you go through it and heal you from it. People might have hurt you so really bad, but remember, His blood speaks more than any other thing in our lives. I speak healing in your heart. And may you be filled with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I've prayed, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank God. Just like Jesus told Peter, he said, you need to forgive. How many times? Peter asked, how many times? You won't say, oh, I forgive them yesterday. They did this. Or last week, she did this. Or last year, you are counting. Or last month, she did that. Or he did that. I forgive them. And now they are doing it again, the same thing. No, he says 70 times, 7 times. So you have to keep forgiving them. You have to keep forgiving them. Because our Father forgives us daily of our sins. I keep saying it and I'm just honest. I go before God every day asking Him to forgive me of my sins. The ones have committed directly or indirectly. You might be out of, and that's why we need self-control. It's not everything you have to respond. There's some things you just make. Mm. You shake your head, you bite your mouth, say, let me not talk. So we need God's grace. We need God's grace. On this note, I will tell you to go out, spread love, share love. You can only give what you have. If you have anger, that's what you'll be giving. Everybody around you. The spirit of anger, you'll just be distributing it. And people will run. They will abandon you. But if you have love, if you are that wonder, when you come up, you come somewhere, the room is bright and will smile with happiness. I like, oh, people like to hang around you. They also, you know, love, we have, these are all spirits. So we need God to give us the right one. And love is the greatest gift. Remember, God gave us his only begotten son, that he should come and die for us out of love. So all no man, nothing but love. 
Forgive people. Take away unforgiveness. You can do it. Love people. God said, I should love people. Not for my sake, but for his sake. You also, and I should tell people to love him. God said, how can we love him if we don't love our neighbor, the ones we see? Yet you claim you love God who is in heaven. Start by loving your neighbors, your friends, your siblings. So go out today and always spread love, share love. Just because it's the right thing. And don't do it because... You say, let me love this one so tomorrow they will love me or they might give me this. Do it because it's the right thing to do. Do it to please your Father in heaven. Until we meet again, have a blessed day. Take care of you and I love you all. You are blessed. Bye-bye.